Of three dads talking about anime. I am your host and moderator with a bunch of other hosts. Who are they? I'm Kolb. And I'm Ben. And I'm Thomas. Hey, Thomas is back, everybody. Thomas in the house. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere Thomas. anytime soon. Have you been waiting this whole time since last week? <laughs> You've just been yeah. sitting in front of your computer? Yeah, I never left this website. <laughs> amazing. That's commitment, everybody. Simply amazing. I appreciate yeah. that. I, yeah. I, would, I would recruit you for my sports team. When I say I'll do something, I do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I don't hey, Thomas, know why. you're a little quiet. Can oh. you turn your volume up? Uh, yeah, sure. Let me just fiddle with the old input volume settings. Mm. How's, how's everybody been? Good. Good. I actually had a recent uh, visit from our very Ooh. guest and <gasps> our guest. I don't know if you guys remember that that guy, Johnny, on a previous podcast of ours. They from both- Attack on Titan came to, but yeah they both came to my house on the same weekend amazing Wait, were you expecting wow. this or did they just show up and ask uh, for like sugar I was, or salt or something uh, uh yes i was expecting it picked them both up at the airport and instead of taking 45 minutes the drive was about two hours because it was snowing oh, so heavy blinding. we we drove like 20 30 miles per hour i was drive like an Dude, old lady I, in the snow but i don't miss yeah. that at all man that sounds yeah. horrible. Wait, that's ben, so you're... crazy that that happened. I just I just visited a friend as well, <laughs> and I feel like I'm coming off of just one of the most bummer weekends I think I've ever had. <laughs> just so hard to recover, honestly. Mm. How lame it was. Sorry to hear that, Thomas. Yeah, it's okay. It? Yeah. It happens. Yeah. It happens. But you got to have those bummer weekends to make you appreciate the really good ones later. That's true. No That's rain, no rose. Point. That's what they say. That's the first time I've heard that. Yeah, I've never Same. heard that either. Oh. <laughs> Maybe they I just are, say it. Well, I, I just think we're, we don't, we don't, me and Cole aren't around people, so we don't, we don't know what the, who they are. <laughs> Yeah, it's oh, one of my no. favorite. It's one of my favorite uh, sayings: "No rain, no rose." Also, a really great the great uh, the title of a really great uh, album by John Craigie. Oh, John Craigie. I feel like I know that name. He's saying "No, no rain, no rose." <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's good. Good reminder. Well, boys, we're back at it. With some more burning kabaddi, kabaddi. Sorry, kabaddi. I always do that. I always mix up the 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 D and the word kabaddi. 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 Sounds like comedy, but it's kabaddi. Um, Jess, do you listen to the song? I do every time. Okay, well they say that's how they start the song. Depends on how much time I have. Sometimes I am at work and I need to save some time, so I don't. The the intro song, you mean? Yes. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does repeat comedy like a bajillion times. Oh, I've never listened to the words. I just hear the music. It's just like in the background. Comedy, comedy, it's comedy, part of it's comedy. part of the song. Gotcha. Think, yeah, part of the music. Interesting. I th- sometimes I think artists write songs for specific animes, and this is one of the, this has to be one of those times because I've been listening to this song, song for that... years. Oh, interesting. <laughs> who's it by? J-Lo uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's by J-Lo <laughs> who's it by Colb who sings the song Chess. <laughs> Chess, way they make a joke and just just stomp it down 
Yeah, I'm teaching you a lesson <laughs> to a not lie. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had still two boots. I don't. That reminds me of that great line from that wonderful movie. Have you ever been, you know, thrown in the mud and then kicked in the teeth with a steel-toed boot? Of course you have it. That's never happened to anybody. What's that movie from? <laughs> no idea. I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. Uh, Airplane. The movie oh. oh. I had Man, to turn that is... one off as a teenager because of the nudity. Mm. <laughs> That's one of those P- PG nudity movies. From yeah, the yeah exactly. That was before was PG-13 existed. Great TV yeah. movie, though. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've watched a lot of TV movies and then come back as an adult and been like, hmm, I don't remember this. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> and then I, my one and a half year old's like, what the heck are we watching, Dad? But what does she know? She's one and a half. Dad. So <laughs> we're back. We're back at Burning Comedy. Uh, episode five and six, which is fun. Halfway through, very, very exciting stuff. And we have finally made it uh, to an official, well, not official, an official practice match. We've made it to a practice match, um, which is really, really fun. Um, And I was really excited for these two. And they paid off. That's what I'm going to say. Just leading into it. Very Uh, solid. What what was y'all's expectations and where they met when you saw that it was going to be a match episode or maybe as you got in you realize oh this is gonna we're going into a real like watching a match here one expectation or hope i had was once we got a match that we'd get a lot more from a lot more characters and that wasn't completely met but it certainly brought out some more of the characters like i still want to see more out of uh shin and uh perm guy uh they yeah they still didn't bring a ton out of them but they did more in these episodes than they have at all and like this was the first time critique was given to other players other than just azamichi and yoigoshi uh so that was cool too like they're starting to become equals here on this team that was cool yeah i don't know that i had any expectations i think i was just more along for the ride and I was not let down. These were really fun episodes to watch, I thought. Uh, Yeah, I guess I'll go next. Uh, Ben, we were talking, I think, candidly about how this reminds us a lot about Haikyuu. And uh, I'm really hoping it doesn't continue to go the way that show went because they had a practice game in that too. Like this... You know, and a lot of a lot of things remind us of Haikyuu, so I don't want it to be kind of like a, a recycling of that kind of storyline with just a different sport. Um, I don't think they'll go that way, but I, I just hope they don't. But I, I mean, yeah, it was it was more fun when when they're actually playing playing the game. Yeah, it was um, it was really good. I was really excited that uh, that they finally just were like, hey, this needs to happen. We need these guys to have some experience, which was a natural, I think it was a natural way to go. Uh, you mentioned Haikyuu. I have seen up to that practice game, so I know what you're talking about there. And and um, I do think it was it was fairly organic. It definitely wasn't forced, which is good. Um, they, uh, <laughs> they, uh, um, the connection that they had in order to like network and and get that built uh, was a pretty fun little thing. Um, basically, the two team captains know each other, and they know each other from the national uh, kabaddi um, league that that traveled overseas. And you kind of get this insight where the captain shows up at. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to keep calling him Yoshi's house. He shows him. He shows up at Yoshi's apartment, and he's like, "Hey, I made you stew," and and um. And Yoshi's like, uh, it's like, oh, that's nice, but I don't like, I okay, like, come on in. And he he comes in, and they're having stew, and um, basically, he starts sharing a little bit and talking, and it comes out that even though Kabaddi's not huge in Japan, 
uh, he traveled overseas to play for Kabaddi. And because the captain traveled overseas, Yoshi's yeah. like, whoa, like, uh, this basically makes him a representative of Japan, even though it's not like a big deal, quote unquote, because it wasn't like an official team or, you know, like the captain's kind of downplaying it. But Yoshi's like pretty impressed that he's traveled overseas and played for Japan and stuff. So through that experience, uh, we had some flashbacks and the, the two captains our captain and then this other captain of the the really good team that they're going to go play they have you know their friends and they text and stuff so he texts them and says hey i'm out of the hospital i want to do a practice match and uh he says bring it on most definitely yes he's very enthusiastic um and then that's about halfway through the episode and then the rest of the the first episode episode um five is uh is the beginning of the match but I did want to ask, what was it like for you guys um, seeing them practice and prepare for this match? Uh, I I really enjoyed seeing some of the zoom in on like different techniques, different characters that needed to develop. And as people are talking, I didn't I don't know if you noticed, but in you know we've had like a lot of stylization, so like someone goes in it and it slow mos, but that doesn't give you a good perspective of like how a fluid like movement happens. Um, so actually in the background, you see the other team members practicing while someone's receiving instruction. And it's a very just like, it's just kind of a normal movement animation. And so it gave me a lot better feel of like, oh, this is like what it would actually look like more in a real life match of someone like sweeping. And then, you know, there's a pause while people reorient. And uh, it was it was kind of cool. So that was one of the things that I enjoyed a lot about this episode. Yeah, I feel like we got a lot more holistic view of what comedy looks like when it's actually just being played in these in these couple episodes and a little bit mm-hmm. in this fifth episode. Um, going back to the captain o- Ojo, I think it, we learned his name is Ojo in this episode, correct? Um, yep. I thought that was there was some really interesting character development for Ojo. Because when we first met him last episode, he was just getting out of the hospital and he seemed very frail and not very confident and just kind of little. And then instantaneously, episode five, we jump in and him and uh, uh, who's the assistant coach's name? Ken? Ren? Kai. 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 There we go. Um, Yeah are sort of critiquing the players and you can see that Ojo has some really like really sharp insight into what the team needs and what, which players need what. And it was kind of cool to see that character being a leader after like so quickly coming off of this frail introduction that we had of him. Um, And then, yeah, like taking soup over to Yogoshi's um, home and, Kind of investing that time with him, I thought was really good character development. Fun to see. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. For cool. me, these these earlier parts they uh, they make me really see the difference between like cultural stuff. So, like from what I've seen, all these all these sports animes, uh, like the structure of practices, it seems like the older students lead. And they mm-hmm. do a lot of the coaching and they do a lot of the stuff. And where I'm like, I played basketball and baseball at my high school and no one ever did that on my team. It was always mm-hmm. our adult coaches that did that kind of stuff. So I find that to be a very interesting cultural thing where coaches kind of take a back seat in, at least from my, only from my experience watching these shows. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not the case in real life, but uh, from these shows, it seems like, you know, the older students, the ones who've been doing it a long time, they actually teach the younger students and they they run the practices they do the drills they do the 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 finer points of everything um and i don't even know does our team have a coach yeah i didn't think so they don't even have a coach so i found that interesting um just a cultural difference between us and and japanese culture but uh yeah the only coach we've seen is the soccer coach is the soccer coach showing up to to watch or he he comes and watches the practice match 
Yeah. So, <clears throat> and during that dinner scene when when uh, the captain brings over some food, you know, that's an interesting scene because he's asking Goshi what nationals are like because he's never been to it. And you're like, well, how has he never been to it if he's been this amazing guy, this amazing comedy player? And he, that's where we learn they've never won. They've never won a single game. Um, at least the high school hasn't. Um, so, you know, they're, they're going back and forth and about what nationals are like because Yoshi's been there or Goshi's been there for, uh, for soccer. So I thought that was a, a, a good scene also. Yep. Ben, was that your experience playing high school sports was mostly coaches led and not so much students? Yes. Yeah. I, I would say overall, we're all looking to the coach for direction. Hmm. I think it was more, uh, the, the leaders would stand up and kind of help out with different things, but it was definitely, it didn't at all feel like how you see in the show. And I, I really liked that. And even like, in high Q, there's a coach, but there's a lot of leadership in 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 mm. the teams and people that are kind of making calls and decisions. But this one, the most, I mean, obviously because there's no coaches. Uh, the the thing I was going to comment on was culture as well. I thought Colby were going to say the same thing, and I was going to be so mad at you, uh, but you went <laughs> a different direction. Uh, I've loved the just respect and and honor and like they bow before games they bow after games like when they arrive at someone else's gym they're like thank you for having us it's just like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of respect uh again from i haven't seen this live uh, but from the shows (laughs) it certainly portrays that there's a lot of respect to one another uh and even athletics which is cool yeah that's cool yeah i i do think there's a lot of truth you know there's exaggeration um me and my wife are going through a show. We just watched the first couple seasons of a show about cycling. And that, <clears throat> like the coach being not really present, is super true in that show, which we both kind of looked at each other at one point and were like, wait, what's the coach do? Like, like he just doesn't, he just hasn't done anything. And it, I think that's the exaggeration maybe of like, well, you know, these are the main characters and, you know, they're highlighting them. So maybe there's some exaggeration there, but I do think that it is way more true there because they use a lot of honorifics in that other show less here. And so like hearing these honorifics being used, I think that there is a lot of structure. And from all of my friends that come from East Asian countries, there is a very high structure in regards to age and how you respond to people, how you talk to them. And me and my wife were looking this up and there's a ton of different honorifics that are basically dictated by age and and social ranking. And so that happens even in schools. Um, The only I was trying to rack my brain as well. And the only time I remember that happening was in high school. I played for a soccer team and there was I but it was kind of a choice. But there was this one sweeper who's the one of the back defensive players and he really invested in younger players especially like looking for a new sweeper. He really spent a lot of time training, coaching that one player to take over his role because he was a senior. Hmm. But again, like that was kind of a choice. It was, And he was a super nice guy. You know, that was his personality. It wasn't like all the seniors are like ready to mentor the younger ones. Um, the coach was the heavy, the heaviest influence for sure. Um, so that's a good observation brought to the table well after that like ben said good transition we uh we arrive at the gym and uh it's pretty fun stuff they get to the gym they get shown in they get shown to their locker room and there's someone waiting for them in their locker room uh which was very funny um it's basically the ace player of the other team who is very cocky, very ready to like go. And he thinks he's going to just destroy them. And he shows up to get like kind of a feel of the other team. He basically shuts down his, like, he's like, ah, you're kind of like not important, not important. Oh, you, you're the guy I'm looking for. And he points at the captain. He's like, cause the other captain holds Ojo in such high respect. Um, and he, he like, he says something about the two new guys, like you just smell fresh and new and you don't know what you're doing. 
Um, so that that sets this whole scene of like, okay, this ace player is very confident, very very confident. Yeah. So this okay. guy, he's he's a second year, and he's very much like Goshi because he he didn't start out in in comedy. He started out as a swimmer, and the reason like he he switched over was because he was the best swimmer. And he's like, well, I'm already the best at that. I'm going to go on to something else and be the best at this other sport. So he moves to comedy and because he was a swimmer, he's got great um, conditioning. He's got, he's really tall like most swimmers are, and he's got this great reach. So he's overconfident. Um, and it's funny that he's, he's overconfident and he does that thing that chess talks about. He's in the locker room and then, like he goes back to his thing. And, our, and then our assistant captain's like, yeah, I still like Goshi better though. <laughs> Because <laughs> this guy's a real jerk, but no, he's like he's over arrogant and and but he's apparently their best raider, and the raider is the offensive guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and from there it goes into it basically just starts into the match. Like they it line starts up, like the match. Start, it does. They line up. They up. they bow. Um, and then it's like let's go, and um. Really, part two of of episode five and episode six is just the match. Uh, it doesn't end the match. Spoiler for season uh, episode six, but it it's a it's a it's a nice like good bit of the match. Like quite a bit has happened by the end of episode six. Um, so it's uh, it's good. I I really liked part two of episode five, the beginning of the match, and and uh, our boy, our freshman. Our, our rookie does some does a cool thing, which is really fun. Yeah, I wasn't kick. expecting that. Yeah, I thought he'd have like a because he was pretty confident. Like, OK, because the other team raided first and they were successful. Uh, and then he's like, I'm going to go raid. And I'm like, oh, great. He's going to make a fool out of himself. Success. Like, great. First successful raid. That was cool. I was I was surprised. He got three points, knocked three people off the court big deal which then the uh the the assist the assistant captain points out hey that was your hat trick you did it wasn't fake this time that was yeah. pretty fun yeah also notable we had our first double struggle on takaya's raid <laughs> that's right that struggle. Was fun. <laughs> so good never gets old never it really doesn't old. yeah it really doesn't. it doesn't it's great yeah so uh so it's been it this for the end of the second i'm sorry the second half of this episode is really you know this second year from the other team versus our goshi because mm-hmm. the second year from the other team he raids first and he gets two points and everyone's like oh it was such a great raid and then yoshi goes in and he does his three-point thing which did anybody notice the struggle sound for his three-point was a lot different than the regular <laughs> struggles wasn't it like a yeah like the the way the guy gotcha. the way the guy said struggle was a lot different, yeah. It was more uh, intense, like that. almost oh. like the narrator was surprised. He was like struggle, you know. So anyway, <laughs> it's keeping <laughs> him on Listen for it if you want to rewatch it. Okay. Yeah. There definitely I'm, was something uh, so, way more amped up about that scene. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we are also introduced to this new rule, the bonus line. So if mm. the raider goes in deep enough to the to the like the enemy's territory if he crosses this line that's in the back and he makes it back he gets he gets an extra point so he gets the struggle points and then this bonus point for making it so far into the other's territory um so yeah that's how and then the episode ends they're all like yeah goshi you got your hat trick you know this is great but then you see that's that second year from the other team he's coming in for another raid and he doesn't look surprised or angry he's super confident you're like oh no he's gonna respond mm-hmm. and i really i really appreciate you bringing up the bonus line i was gonna say for for example with haiku or even cycling um to an extent or i haven't watched one but i would assume a show about baseball or basketball i wouldn't be as lost but with I don't know anything about the sport, and so I really appreciate they didn't information dump us into all the rules in one like one or two episodes because I would totally have forgotten them. But they like even the the vice captain is kind of like oh shoot yeah I should have told you about that rule uh, yeah. like 
you, that's how, usually how we get introduced is like you go she's like that's got to be illegal and he's like oh nope sorry i just forgot to tell you um and you're like oh shoot there's a i think i wrote down a quote of uh, it reminded me of michael scott saying a lot of rules a lot of rules we just said we just had two rules in the street <laughs> that's what it rem- i was like that's there's a lot of rules in this game and i gotta keep track of but uh yeah it's good the bonus line was no kick, was definitely no kicks a, to the groin fun. home for dinner home for dinner <laughs> um also notable takiyama is the reason he's in kabaddi is because he was a swimmer and he was so good that all he knew was victory and he moved on because he felt accomplished and he provokes yugoshi by at the beginning by saying oh but you never won uh in your sport so why did you leave hmm oh interesting and he's just like throwing it out there like to to kind of just like cattle prod him and be like hey i left because i was the best why did you leave huh and he doesn't have a good answer he gets mad you go she always gets mad he has a lot of mad faces he's easily provoked he is takaya was definitely talking a lot of trash in these episodes though and backing it up yeah yeah the the very first thing i wrote for episode six is dude the swimmer guy is really strong Yeah, because he, he does a, like fifteen thousand <laughs> push-ups, and that was it. He walked off the court. <laughs> now, what happens, Cole? What happened in in six? We learn more rules. So yeah, we learn a few more rules. So like I said, this the episode five ends with okay, the second raid from from this guy is about to happen, and he goes in and he he gets three struggles and the bonus point. Uh, so he, he tags three people, he gets the bonus point, and everyone on our team thinks they have him cornered properly, and he jumps out of bounds, and he uses his long arms to reach to touch his side. So he, so his body's out of bounds in the air, but he touches on his side. So by the rules of comedy, those points count. Even though <laughs> Goshi's like, he went out of bounds! Like, how is this fair? And like, oh, well, actually, you know, he did it. It was okay. So anyway, that means, yeah. yeah be, and the rules of comedy. Remember, we learned last two episodes ago, or whatever. If you get tagged, you're out. It's kind of like dodgeball, you know. So now three of their members are out, and now it's just Date and Little Baldy left on our on our team. Uh, as Krillin. as uh, Krillin's left, I can't. I keep thinking that too. That is Krillin. He looks. Uh, he looks like Krillin. <laughs> Krillin with a nose. Uh, anyway, so uh, so this whole time, Baldy is kind of like, this is his first match. Not official match, but like competitive match. And he's kind of been timid, very nervous. And he hasn't been playing to his full potential. And Date sees that. And since all the Raiders are out now, Date's like, okay, I guess I'll do the raid. Because I'm a strong guy and I can just tag someone and, and power back through. So he uh, he does the raid. Date remembers the big baseball player that's that's jacked. Um, and what happens when he raids? He gets uh, he gets really taken down. Well, first well, he flings first Takia yeah. away or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that, and then that he arrogant gets guy. He's down. like, oh, he, this guy looks pretty slow. I can easily get him. And he he grabs him right away. And then he gets like flung around because Date is so strong and I, I, I like that part I like when I like Date as a character a lot uh, he's a good character anyway. and then what happens what happens to him after that the captain of the other team grabs him with one hand and flips him upside down on his back yep. or his stomach I don't know but he flips him yeah. on the ground and everybody Which is crushed emotionally nuts. It was that. Date is huge. He's so big, dude. He's like a couple, like you know, grams away from going over the the weight limit, basically, of pure muscle. But then I, this was mm-hmm. a good moment because the ca- the captain, you see the captain kneeling with him, and like good sportsmanship is just like picking him up off the ground. He's like, hey, you know, you've really worked out, blah blah blah, and. But you, you're a bit like strength isn't everything. You're you. Uh, that's why I could take you down. Um, so he and he sends him back over to the other side. 
or off the court, I guess. But yeah, the captain seems like a <clears throat> decent guy so far. He's not been a jerk or anything. It's been yep. nice. Yeah, I think Solid I wrote. Dude. Yeah, he's good. Oh no, never mind. I didn't write that. So they're down to one person, and this is where we learn a new rule. We're down to Krillin, Baldy, and uh, basically Krillin. Krillin gets tagged uh, in a crazy way. So, anybody else want to share? You want me? You want me to share it? Well, you're missing quite a bit there. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm really good at. I'm really good at remembering like highlights and missing a ton of details. So this is why we so, need So anyway, Date's out because mm-hmm. that's a rule that I don't remember being set. If you don't complete a raid successfully, you're out. Yeah. You're, you as a raider are out. So now it is, yeah, just the Baldi's left. Um, so it's one versus one. The raider, uh, what is his name? Takayama. Takayama. Takaya. 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 Anyway, it's him versus Baldi, and and Baldi's super nervous still, and but then he realizes through this through the 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 back and forth that oh he's been playing against someone like this this whole time he's been playing Goshi and they're very similar so his battle with with Take, uh, whatever is is pretty decent. And uh, he does this this grab on the guy's ankles or whatever, uh, and it's like, yeah, we got it, we got this guy out. But he he actually slips out really well. He does a nice counter the the raider. He does a counter against Taki or against uh, the bald guy, um, and he gets this, away. This episode was called Chase and Counter. Yep, I believe, and he gets away. Uh, so his count- yeah, yeah, his counter was actually he had grabbed his ankle, and he jumped in the air. And used his other foot to kick off of Baldi's shoulder, and then he yanked his other foot out and jumped away. And everyone expected him to try to dodge or back out, but he leaned into it basically, and counterintuitively threw him off balance and literally. And then, uh, anyway. I yeah. thought those I thought those scenes were really fun because in episode five, uh, at the very beginning, right after they've decided that they're going to do a practice match. Um, they take Yoigoshi and Azumichi and they're going to do some training because they need to prepare for the match. So uh, one coach takes Yoigoshi, the other coach takes Azumichi, and we don't know what they work on. And the payoff is later in episode five, when Yoigoshi does the hat trick, we see it flash back to him training on ropes on how to tag three people at a time with his foot. And then yeah. we get the second payoff with Az when he uh, goes for the... Oh, man, I'm blanking. It's like he goes for the ankle, right, with his raid? Or yes. no, his defense is he goes it's for his, the ankle. His low yep. set defense. Yeah, yeah, his defense. And we see a flashback to him training for that, or maybe it just alludes to him training for that. And so we're kind of tricked into thinking that it's going to go as well as Uigoshi's ra- uh, raid, but they pull one on us and mm-hmm. it doesn't wind up working out so well. Yeah. Those people. But because of this, he gets out and we learn about a new rule. It's called a loan. Yeah. Lona? But before we get Lona, to that Lona. new rule, uh, <laughs> 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 details guys so, let's go yeah so yeah, gotta, you know what? and then the match ends here. and everyone goes goes home no and no they, <laughs> you think that the guy has a little bit of heart because he he kind of praises uh azumichi a little bit he, he praises bali limit he's like you know what that move wasn't bad it wasn't a bad move but it was still a little novice it was what beginners kind of mm. do predictable, <laughs> predictable. <laughs> which uh, predictable that's right and he uh azumichi gets a little ticked off by that but so does goshi He's like, ah, I can't believe that. He's like angry. And like, why is he so angry? It has, and then like, it has a an subtitle. arrow points to him saying <laughs> like he falls for that all the time or whatever. Pre- like, previously fell this for this. Before. Previously yeah. stopped by this move. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That's a lot of the comedy of this show is subtext yeah. and the I, narrator. I love those kind narrating, of narrating moments. Yeah. That was so great. That, that was a good detail. That was a good detail. All right. Glad, glad you filled that in. Thank you. Chess, you can go on to that new rule we learned. 
Yeah, so we learned about Lona, which basically we get some off-the-court explanation, and then we see it in motion. Because Yugoshi's like, what are we going to do? We're down to two people. And they're like, oh, it's okay. Uh, Basically, if we lose all of our people, we don't lose, which is what Yoshi was thinking. Um, And uh, and, uh, what we do is we have a Lona, and all the people come back on the court in exchange for two points to the other team so that's how the game continues we do have to reach a final point value um and so that's that's how you do it but uh yeah i mean basically there's a lona and everyone's back on the court and they try to strategize a little bit um ben you have any thoughts you've been a little quiet oh i have yeah um so hold on it's sunday school Oh, oh my word! Uh, uh, Bin Man, do you have a? Do you se- have any? Seven, seven days. To <laughs> <clears throat> Wrong. Keep going. No, one thing I I I alluded alluded to it at the beginning was I was hoping. Well, I like that we got to see more of Misami and Date. I did like that. We got to see a little bit more, but we still haven't seen them really shine um we know that date is really strong and we got to mm-hmm. see him kind of swing uh takia off a little bit but misami has not done anything yet um he just Except got zero points right yeah, exactly <laughs> uh yeah. but yeah Go ahead, we, we know they're good on defense but we haven't really the show hasn't highlighted like why are they on this team mm-hmm. at all yet really yeah yeah which I think will happen in a in a real match where there's less for instruction sure. going on and it's more like we're we're playing for real. Yeah. Because the point, I mean, this is a practice match, so there is a lot of instruction happening as well. So. I mean, it's a it's a practice match. Yeah, I mean, it is a practice match. <laughs> yeah, and and also it is a practice match. <laughs> so that does lead into that. <laughs> There's more instruction going on because it's a practice match. So, <laughs> Lona happens, and actually, I do need someone to fill in. I get a little fuzzy on the next thing I have written is one of the bigger things that happens. So, there's more play. Uh, oh, oh, the eventually the the other captain raids. Right, I don't remember how many people are on the court eventually. at this time. Eventually, yeah. Is that before or after uh, Takaya's trick play against Uegoshi, though? After. I was about after. to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So someone okay. Fill, in, fill in those. Ben, you are about to say it. You should say it. Well, Thomas realized it first. I think Thomas well, should say it. Okay, so, all right, I'll go. Um, <laughs> after, uh, all right, so I, th- I believe how it happens is um, the... Enemies, the enemy school, I don't know what they're called, the Sawa school, gets all of Nukima's players out. And so then that invokes what we call the Lona, which means that Sawa gets two points and all of Nukimi's players come back in. And then I believe right after that, uh, Yoigoshi goes for a raid. And it's a... Fine raid. He's trying to develop that momentum again, and I think he only goes for two tags. Um, and they're successful. He makes it across the line, but in the motion in the chaos, he loses track of Takaya, and we don't really know what it's about until about five seconds later, when his teammates are yelling, "Get away from the line!" because what we learn next is that as soon as you finish a raid, it is the next team's turn. So that means that they can, they can start raiding as soon as you cross over the line successfully, which is exactly what Takaya does. So as soon as Yoigoshi crosses over the line, Takaya is right behind him, tags him, gets a point and goes back across the line. Um, so that's gets under, uh, gets under Yoigoshi's skin because he's, trying to build that momentum and Takaya keeps stealing it away. Nailed it. 
<laughs> Doesn't he tag more than just your? Yeah, he gets though? two others, I think. Because yeah, he does because linger. Their yeah. their defenses are in shambles. Yugoshi's yeah. has that moment. He's like, no, everybody's all over the court, and we don't have our chain, and and this is all falling apart, and this is illegal. Oh no, this is when the captain's like, I forgot to tell you this rule. I'm sorry. Um, vice captain and and the vice captain and um. And that's why the when the captain comes to raid, it is again Baldy and is it Date again? No, it's a uh, perm guy. It, yes, and uh, this is what leads to a big moment because uh, um, Baldy tries to stop the captain, and he goes to grab the ankles, and hit, the captain just turns. I, I think innocently. And hits his knee like he didn't mean to do it because he looks surprised that he's there. And he hits his head. He hits his head with the the uh, captain hits Baldy's head with his knee. And he expects him to like fall down or something. And then Baldy lashes onto him. And he's like, he's like, okay. And he's like, I will never give up. I will take this guy down. And then Perm Guy grabs around his waist. And Captain's like, uh, he kind of admonishes himself. He's like, I can't believe I got caught, blah, blah, blah. But he also just casually like walks back across the line. Right. <laughs> so he's not that shook up about it. He's just like admonishing himself internally. Like, I need to be better. This was embarrassing that they even caught me. Um, but he walks back across. So another Lona happens and everybody comes back on the court. And uh, the captain calls timeout and says uh we got to switch players because baldy is bleeding so he have says we, have we not said that the captain has not been playing yet we have not so the captain's been sitting on the sidelines yeah, not captain playing ojo has due, not been playing due to being out of the hospital fresh out of the hospital um he's been taking it easy and it's been the whole goal the goal of takia the whole time to get him in the game everybody else has been looking at yogoshi takia's just been looking at ojo the whole game, waiting for him to play. Uh, he finally comes on the court, switches, and uh, Taki is super excited. And the other captain, I can't remember his name, but he's got blonde highlights. He's He gets super serious, and he's like, do not take your eyes off of him. And Taki is standing there like, what do you mean don't take your eyes off him? I'm not going to take my eyes off him. And then you see classic Ojo, blurred moment. Oh, thank you, Ben. Ro- Rokugan. Uh, Rakugan, Rakugan, yeah, the other captain. So you see the blurred movement of Ojo, just the top of his head, and it's his classic like misplacing his breathing so he can move super fast. And you see him tag uh, Takia. He goes for the captain. The captain was expecting it. He backs away, misses the captain, tags the other two players, and walks back. Successful raid, and uh, it's down to just the captain. The captain and Ojo. That's it. Uh, or not the captain and Ojo. Sorry, the captain uh, and and Ojo has walked back, and it's they're like ecstatic. The whole team is like, "Oh my goodness, you did it! Our captain's amazing!" Uh, and it, it it was a good moment because Takia is like, "What in the world just happened?" The other team is in shambles, but Takia is excited. He doesn't is he's not defeated by that. He's like, "Okay, this is what I've been waiting for," which is fun. I'm glad he wasn't just like mortified because, you know, he he is pretty bad in his own right. So, so how was y'all's experience with the captain finally st- stepping foot on the court? Anytime the captain comes on, I am I am so amped. It's they're such awesome scenes. Same. It's good. Yes. <laughs> so so uh then we see something interesting the opposing captain goes on because he's the only one left uh rokugan he goes on a raid and he um he crosses the line and then he goes does he cross he crosses the bonus yeah he crosses the bonus line and then just walks back and yogoshi's like oh shoot they're gonna get someone in and they're like no 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 he got a point but nobody comes back in just a bonus point. And um, Ojo walks up to the half line and is like, oh, you're going to play it that way. You want to go one-on-one with me. 
And Rogokin's like, I have to. If I attack someone back in, like, this is the only time it's been three years I've been waiting to go toe to toe with you. And we get some flashback. Rogokin has never won against Ojo. Ojo has always been better than him. Uh, and so there's the, there's a lot of this classic sports anime rivalry moment of like we're we're friendly and we're friends, but I really want to beat you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's he's basically like bring it on. And the vice captain looks at Yugoshi and says, before anything happens, he says you need to pay really close attention because as far as I know, in this country, this is the best raider. And the best uh, hunter, which is what a defender is called that hunts the raider while they're across the line. Hmm. So. So I was a little confused on how it was possible for the two captains to face off alone. Where, I mean, all of their players were all out. Yeah. uh, So so Ojo Ojo got got four out. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. during his raid. So wouldn't wouldn't that make it so that the rest of Ojo's team would come back in? Or four of Ojo's team would come back in? But you only have one raider at a time. Yeah, one raider at a time. Gotcha, raider. okay. So so it wasn't like both of their teams were all out and it was literally just the two of them on the court. No. Ojo still had most of his team on the court. Yep. But Probably he was all, raiding. All of his team. Yeah. All of yeah. them, yeah. Yeah, okay. But that's what you know. That's what Rogoku wanted was the raid, so Ojo was going to give it to him. Gotcha. Yeah, there's something there's something special about Ojo. Um, he's a scrawny, sickly guy. Uh, Rogukin, I forget. I don't know how to say his name. He's this big old burly, you know, what a normal co- comedy player probably looks like. Um, and they're so so they're completely different. And when you think of when Ojo does his first raid, even that. Uh, I forgot his name already. What's the second year's name? That's really arrogant. Oh, Takia. 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 Yeah, Takia. Takia has been, he uses his hearing a lot to kind of guess where people are going. Uh, like he, he, he listens for the movement of the, the shoes on the mat. That's part of his training from when he was a swimmer, yeah. swimmer. Um, but, <laughs> but Ojo, Ojo was so light. Yeah. Ojo was so light on his feet that, he didn't even hear him coming. That's why when the, his his uh, captain's like, don't take your eyes off him. He's like, well, even if I take my eyes off, I can still hear him. And as he's saying that, that's when Ojo touches him. And he touches the other three guys. Um, so, yeah, this captain, he plays differently. And this whole episode, uh, Roku, I'm just going to call him Roku. He's He wants to challenge that difference. And he wants to be like, I want to show you that I've changed. I'm not all about brute strength anymore. I'm going to beat you this time. Yeah. So I got a little confused at the end there where mm-hmm. it was sort of doing it was like flashing back and forth between the match and the two captains training together and Ojo doing like the footsteps in between the rope ladder and mm-hmm. there were a couple quotes that I that I thought just kind of confused me more than I felt like they developed characters and one was the captain on the opposing team alluded to Ojo's injuries being a result of overworking his legs. Did you all have any like clarification on that? Or maybe we'll just learn more in future. My impression was he just works so stinking hard because he loves comedy so because that's another one of the quotes is difference between me and you is my love for comedy oh. and so maybe it's just comedy is a beautiful woman mm. yes <laughs> yeah makes the a legs weak on a pedestal that i await her gaze i mean i agree says. um and then the other one was uh well sorry i'm gonna i'm gonna jump in go ahead, yeah, uh, go ahead. it's it, that might be that might be something that ojo learns because after he has dinner with yoigoshi in the Last episode, he meets up with his vice captain who's running, and he's like, "You know, you gotta rest sometime." Oh, like, you, yeah. remember Ojo saying that he talks. He's like, "You can't yeah. always work out, otherwise you're gonna destroy your body." Um, so that might be he. Maybe he did do that in and, the past. And, and he's, yeah. he's, he's the vice something. captain says, "He says I'm not you." Yeah, he kind does of say joking, it. but, says, I'm but not also you. like, mm-hmm. like actually, I'm not a scrawny little <laughs> guy. Yeah, um, I remember that now. And it, it could be that. 
Yeah, I was confused at that first. And I think that it was because there was debate of, did he get injured playing? Did someone tackle his legs and they got broke? Mm. Or did he do it, not intentionally, but like he kind of let it happen. And Takia has this moment of like, oh, he's this type of person. He's so committed to his craft, his sport, that he will push himself to injury just to get better. Hmm. Not that he's so committed, but he has flaws and he got hurt because he lost. Like he just said, I can't imagine him getting caught. And he did. He didn't get caught. He he trained too hard. So I see. I see. Yeah. Um, and then the other one was the opposing team's captain when they're facing off. He says, how much have you practiced in the last three years? And I'm guessing that's how long it's been since the two faced off but he also said it in a way that made it seem like uh kind of implied that the that the captain on our team hadn't practiced in like three years was that did that resonate with you all or was i just from, reading it wrong? from what i gather uh it sounds like he hasn't been practicing because he's been in and out of the hospital mm. and that's a that surprised the other captain thinking like there's still this this skill gap between me and him and he has been out of practice mm. so it's like it was like a defeating moment for the other captain yeah. thinking like yeah. wait a minute you haven't been practicing this whole time and yet you're still doing these crazy things that. and that's kind of when the when the line says like when he talks about him that uh, there's there, when ojo talks about the difference between the two of them yeah. uh because cause what happens is he the, the raid goes, we watch it happen, and he has a couple chances to stop Ojo, and he can't. Like, it's not even that he misses them. He can't do it. Like, he tries to grab his foot. He tries to do this. He tries to do that. And Ojo just dodges. He twists. You see him do this crazy spin around, and the captain's even like, what the heck? How can you still move this fast? Yeah. And we see some yeah. more of that ladder stepping and all this. Like, you just see him. He trains. He trains his feet. Yeah. He's small. He's agile. He works to his strengths, and yeah. um, and then when he walk, he walks across the court, and he's on his side, and he looks up, and he says, "Kavadi's a beautiful woman on pedestal, and my love for her is more than yours. That's the difference between us." Mm-hmm. And he doesn't say it like arrogantly. He just kind of states it like, "This is why, like, I love Kavadi more than you do, and this is I play it because I love it, not because I yeah. want to be the best." Yeah. Um, it's and yeah, and um, it's fun how this ends because Takia gets uh, is is um, oh they get Alona first of all, so that's the crowd goes crazy, which we haven't discussed Takia's fangirls in the crowd yeah. and the the crazy like buff one that is like beating <laughs> gorilla oh. beating her chest. She was gorgeous. So it was ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, the crowd goes like, it's like awestruck. The captain and Ojo is crazy, and they're like, "What the heck?" So they get Alona, and all the characters come back on. All the sorry, all the players come back on, and Taki is ready to go, and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna go raid." And then beep, halftime, and the vice captain's like, "Good job." That see, you go. Mm-hmm. This is a way to keep momentum. Is you stop everybody and the it even flashes to Rogoku and Rokugan and he says um was this your plan all along did you time this Oja like you've gotten way more crafty you are not as just straight ruthless you're actually decisively crafty if you did this on purpose um and my favorite goofy moment happens right here because the vice captain turns to all the characters and says all right, give them a Yagoshi face as you walk off. And it's just like this like sneering, like demonic looking face of just like pure like confidence, overconfidence. And they're all like, aren't these the losers? Like what what's happening here? I also loved that moment. He said, make sure you look like Yagoshi. Like, you're sure this is going to be an easy win. <laughs> and then they're just like, serious they all, looks. They all have these serious, like, crazy grins. It's good. It's good stuff. One thing, uh, going back a scene, one thing I really liked in the captain battle 
was this is very anime is they are in the middle of their comedy their thoughts are speaking to each other and they're having a conversation um and yeah i just like that they're just kind of diving into the moment and responding to each other's thoughts that's cool um i didn't catch that fun i like that really cool well i think that uh episode seven will wrap up this match for sure um most of the titles usually will give you a a heads up i haven't looked at the titles but i'm sure if we look at them the next two because there's not that many episodes left and from the theme song the opening song i've seen a lot of stuff that should be happening so i'm kind of curious how the rest of the season is going to go but we're halfway through so took a half a half a um half an episode here um half a season sorry but uh y'all have any final thoughts forward momentum looking things did anybody notice uh, Perm Guy's eyelashes this time? I'd asked you last time. Oh, no. Oh. But I, they were still I there. I had noticed it before. So <laughs> Okay. I'm making I a did, note of it. I didn't specifically look at it, but Same. I did notice that he was the pretty boy. He, so. he didn't have a very impressive couple of episodes, but uh, especially when he's diving after the other characters and they do the slow motion, you can definitely see the under lashes, which oh. is hilarious. They... They keep going. They, they do keep pushing forward with the soccer team, not just the coach, but the team having a lot of uh, gay humor because they at one point at the beginning of the match, they're like, oh, they're holding hands. What what's happening? And like they're just trying to follow this match and they can't keep up at all. They're, the coach is literally reading a rule book as they go. And that's how we mm-hmm. do some learning as well. Um, but yeah, I, I don't even know why they're there. They're at a they're at a different school. Like, how did they get? Maybe they had to take the soccer bus. I don't know because they don't have any resources. So maybe the soccer bus took them to the, the game. Um, but yeah. Any other closing closing thoughts? No. Well, I'm excited. Oh, uh, anybody else have any? <laughs> ben has something to say. Yeah, Kolb has something to say. Oh, Kolb, what do you guys say? Oh, thanks, Ben. Um, yeah, so I. I don't remember who showed me the or who sent the link of the uh, the World Cup of comedy. Who was that? Who did that? You guys remember? Is it you, Chess? And I was watching through that, and and it seems like the hunters have the harder job. It seems like raiders can get points pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, do did you guys agree with that or not really? That tracks. It feels a lot easier to tag somebody and then run away than it is to get tagged and then tackle an entire human being. Yeah, because yeah. you're trying to avoid them for the longest time, and then you yeah. have to switch your whole momentum right. to right. Because that's even some of the things they've tried to do is like, well, I'm just going to go straight tackle them. Well, that's dangerous too because if you miss, like we've seen them, they'll just like swat their head, and then they get a point and they leap away and failed failed to stop them. Yeah. So it is a difficult thing to stop the raider. It's better to avoid them. It seems. Yeah. So I, yeah. I feel like these these couple episodes really showed that that the Raiders are getting all the points and there is mm-hmm. not much yeah. that the defense has been able to do um, because those first few episodes, Goshi is getting tackled all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. what was his? What, he had like a seventy percent chance, or if he tags yeah. one person, oh, yeah. he has the a very seventy percent chance of. <laughs> Of getting back just fine, or if he tags more than it's like a th- one, it's like three percent chance yeah. with yeah, thirty percent chance with three tags or something. So um, it seems like I it mean, seems like these episodes are more accurate to real life comedy. So I like that. I yeah. I think we'll see a team based on the opening song. I think there was a team that had a lot of chains involved. So I think we'll see a def- team that's probably a little more defensive. So maybe that'll get highlighted. That'd be nice. But we'll see. Like the Iron Wall, Ben? I was just thinking that. <laughs> Chess, you'll get Chain there. humor. Is it the team <laughs> is it the team that uh blocks the ace player, right? Is that the one that shut him down? Isn't that the Iron Wall? The technical team? Okay, like, maybe yeah. they're there. Like when well, they go to they're, block. They're about literally... to play them in the inter high. Uh oh, okay. they, they they're almost gonna play them, but he they're the one that forced him to quit because they had the iron wall anyway well everyone different show different show don't 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 uh you don't have to go watch it but if you do it's it's a good show 
Thank you all for joining, Thomas. It's a pleasure as always. Thanks once again for having me. A little quiet on the audio, but we'll fix it. Uh, Okay, I'll turn up the uh, I'll turn up the input (laughs) volume in my settings. (laughs) I'll make sure to to remind you of it every every week. Um, Well, everyone, we appreciate all the hard work that you have done in listening, and uh, we hope you'll come back and and help us to finish uh, out this season. We got a couple episodes left of our recordings. We're going through them two at a time, so I guess three more episodes. So that'll be fun. But uh, we will see you next time on our show. What do you get when you add two plus one? You get three dads talking about anime. What do you get when three guys love anime? You get three dads talking about anime. What, what do you get when those three guys, guys love guys having start having, and having kids children or dads and so become fathers and each have kids went on the separate ways what happens so you get three dads talking about anime three dads three dads talking about anime <laughs>